This week in South Baltimore. Sobohan. Brought to you by SouthBmore.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to This Week in South Baltimore. Brought to you by SouthBmore.com. I've got Kevin Lynch here. I'm Nate Carper. We've got an awesome interview today with a few folks from Key Real Estate Group, the Key Group, right? And they're going to talk to us all about. Uh, just the market the, you know, here in South Baltimore and around the city and, you know, this hot housing market right now. And Kevin did an awesome interview with them. But um, hopefully everybody's feeling good out there, feeling uh, awesome, feeling vaccinated, getting out and about more. Kev, how you been doing, man? What's been going on in your world? Not too bad. Doing good. Uh, you know, enjoying with uh, baseball back and uh, summer activities look like we'll have a fun summer with uh, some of the events that we grew to love are starting to come back. So, yeah, I'm really excited. Uh I'm a big summer guy, so I'm, I'm very excited. It seems like it'll be almost a normal summer, so I'm very, very pumped up. Yeah, same here. I'm, I'm excited, too, for uh, not just the weather, but, uh, well, it's, you know, only, the only negative that we have going on right now, I think, is the uh, cicadas. You know, it's like raining cicadas everywhere you go. If you're you're walking through Riverside Park, it's just uh, Cicada Central. I don't know if you guys have that down where you live or not, but... <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. It's definitely made the made the boys want to go to the park a lot more. They love those cicadas. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, folks, we got again. We got this great interview coming up here in just a sec. But uh, first, I want to give a plug not just for SouthBmore.com and Kevin Lynch's awesome uh, business that keeps us all informed around the neighborhood. But uh, I had the good opportunity, the the fortunate opportunity, I should say, to uh, go to Kevin's house with the family recently, thanks to being vaccinated. And Kev made us some fantastic pizzas in his various pizza ovens and all kinds of tools and tricks that he had. And and I knew he took pizza seriously, but wow, I mean, it was quite the display in the show. So if uh, Kevin ever invites you or your family over for pizza, you definitely want to take him up on that. Kev, you got anything going on on your YouTube pizza channel? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Pizza channel on YouTube. I've uh, kind of started that YouTube channel during the pandemic. I've always been... Uh, Loved making pizza at home, kind of started with, uh, got some fresh dough from Chernacria and really the obsession kind of started after that. But yeah, yeah, we're cranking out some new videos. I have a new video about making Neapolitan style dough. I know there's a lot of people starting to get uh, ovens like the Uni or a Rockbox or some people have wood fired ovens. So I just made a, a cool video about how to make dough so that your pizzas can look somewhat like, uh, like Hirsch's. Um, which is Neapolitan style pizza, which is really good. So yeah, I love making pizza at home. And uh, yeah, if you want to learn more about making pizza yourself, definitely head to the pizza channel on YouTube. And uh, hopefully all of you will uh, come by my alley or house or some event I'm making pizza at sometime and get a slice yourself. <laughs> right on, right on. You name dropped about what, five different pizza places there in the neighborhood. So that's awesome. Good plug for those folks too. So we got to support all our local businesses here in South Baltimore. So Kev, why don't you tell us a little more about this interview with Key? Yeah, so I think everybody that's been, you know, living anywhere or paying attention to the news or have friends that are in the real estate market know it's been a really hot real estate market. It's certainly been a big challenge for people looking to buy homes. For sellers, it's almost really great because you're getting good value for home, but it can almost be overwhelming with how much interest there is and and getting the deals done. So I uh, really wanted to bring in some, some people that are in this market every day, working with buyers, working with sellers, seeing the trends, seeing what parts of the neighborhood are hot, seeing what type of aspects people are looking for in their homes. So we brought in the key, the key group of Cummings & Co Realty, uh, Jody Buck, Jim Gunsarowski. They really have a lot of great information. And it was a really awesome interview because I think there's a lot of factors we think of ourselves that are leading to this hot market, but they really gave us some really good 
nuts and bolts detail to what's driving this market. Well, cool. Let's do it. Let's go on a journey through some real estate here in Baltimore. All right. We are joined by Jim Gunsarowski and Jody Buck of the Key Group of Cummings and Co. Realtors. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having us. Hey, Kevin. Nice nice to be here. No problem. Well, I'm sure if anybody's uh, paying attention to the news in real estate lately, you've heard it's a, it's a pretty hot market out there, not only in uh, South Baltimore, but really a lot of different places around the Baltimore metro area and around the country. So we wanted to bring in some realtors to uh, learn about what's going on in this market and uh, you know, see, see what it's like out there. So guys, just tell us, uh, you guys are out there uh, working with buyers, working with sellers in South Baltimore. What's the market like right now? So the last few months, um, you know, if you had told us when the pandemic started that, you know, homes would be selling as quick as they are um, and at the prices that they are, we would have probably never believed it. And, you know, over probably the last eight months, you know, we have definitely seen you know, the market shift and it's been you know stronger than it ever has been in a very long time. And, uh, you know, there's multiple factors that are sort of driving that market. Yeah, this market's been pretty intense for sellers as well as for buyers. And it's a great thing. And we're happy that there's so much interest. And I know a lot of people have different needs right now. And those needs are, are coming forward and, and pushing the market pretty heavily right now. Gotcha. What do you think some of those factors are that have led to this, this hot market right now? Sure. Yeah. The, the market's been so busy for so many different reasons. You know, the easiest one to go to has been the shortage of inventory. I mean, that's a national thing for sure. It has been a local thing for us as well. You know, initially when the pandemic opened up and people's eyes were, were changed, our minds, our, our lives were changed. And quite frankly, you started looking around at your house, especially if you've been staring at the walls for a few weeks and you start going, is this really where I want to be? And those life changes whether it be working from home, schooling from home, or just simply knowing that you have good neighbors next to you uh, and how important they are for your mental and social being has really changed this market. That's number one for sure. Number two, uh, when we go past that, we get into the inventory aspect of it. We, we start thinking about how people didn't or couldn't feel comfortable having people come into their home. So they weren't really eager to put their house on the market. So the homes that were on the market were vacant homes typically. Those homes were the easiest ones to show, and they were scooped up pretty quickly by buyers because those buyers came to the market quicker than the sellers. The sellers, it took a long time to feel comfortable with having people in the door, what protocols would be in place, and quite frankly, um, where, where do I go if I have a showing on my house? I can't just go down to Cova Cafe and have a cup of coffee and work there for the day. Or where do I send my kids when they're schooling downstairs at the kitchen table. We can't just work from our cars. So that really put a big pause into the market in terms of the inventory. It's increasing over time right now, but realistically, that was a big driver when you have supply and demand issues. And again, and as Jim said, you know, being a seller was, you know, it was definitely fantastic. Um, you know, we had a lot more buyers. They were fighting over the same few houses. And, you know, we saw that also sort of drive those prices up, which, you know, caused essentially about a 10 to 15 percent increase in sales. Um, that was a huge amount, you know, and we don't normally see that big of a jump, you know, within an eight month time span. But that definitely drove it as well. Yeah, that, that all really makes a lot of sense. Uh, I certainly uh, thought about the factor of people being uncomfortable having other people come to their homes during this pandemic. But that's such a good point about, like, where do you go during it? during a showing that uh, that really makes a lot of sense so obviously uh 
you know, you look at the uh, the prices homes are going for in South Baltimore. These are the, maybe the highest prices we've ever seen, or at least up there with some of the highest prices ever. Um, so obviously, there's a lot of buyers in this market right now. Where are a lot of these buyers coming from? Are they typically people already in the neighborhood? Are they people from other parts of Baltimore? Are they people from around the country? What are you guys seeing? Kevin, that's a great question. Uh, buyers are in the marketplace, right? And they're coming from a lot of different areas as well. Many of them are local. Many of them have been sharing homes with other roommate situations, larger homes in the neighborhood. They may be coming from some of the apartment buildings. And again, those folks have learned, I can't work in my environment. You know, I'm not going to an office. My roommate that I love going out to the bar with on Friday night might not be the best guy to sit in a living room or a uh, bedroom with while I'm trying to work. So those have really kind of pushed people mentally to kind of get out of their space. And the same thing for the folks that have been in apartments. You know, a lot of their resources have been shut down. The attractiveness of being in an apartment building, whether it be uh, the common area spaces, the gym, the pool, whatever it may be. And you start going, all right, is this really where I want to be? And can I work, live and do all this in, in a smaller space? And again, that drove a, a lot of it for sure. Um, I think Jody would love to talk about all the D.C. buyers that we're seeing as well. Yes. One of the things I've had is a huge influx of, of buyers coming from D.C. because they no longer have to be in D.C. They can work remotely. And we're seeing people branch out from all over. Um, we have people that have been living in the county that are now deciding to come to the city. And, you know, it's really driven that market up because they're thrilled with Baltimore prices compared to the D.C. prices. And, you know, they were willing to pay more for homes than, you know, they saw the value of Baltimore homes versus D.C. So we did see a large driving market from that. Um, but again, back to Jim's point, you know, of the roommate situations, we've had a huge amount of first time home buyers. Um, they're starting to get their feet wet. They want to, you know, jump into that, you know, home buying pool. And one of the things that I think was driving that factor was they weren't going out. They weren't able to go out. They weren't able to, you know, go to dinner or go to the bars or eat out as much. And we noticed people that were able to, they were saving a lot of money and they were able to take that money and utilize it for those down payments. And that was one of the driving factors that I've seen with the first time homebuyer market. And many of them have told us they saved more money in the last eight months than they have before. And that was one of the main reasons. Yeah, for sure. We're definitely seeing people um, have a little bit of YOLO too. I'm going to say that. I know I shouldn't be saying that at my age, but I will go with it because they are seeing friends buy houses in the last six to 12 months and go, wow, you're already up 10% on your house. I hate to look at it in a crazy investment point of view, but there are some folks going, well, if I don't buy now, I don't know when I'll be able to buy. Gotcha. Good, good term there, Jim. And uh, certainly, um, you look at that factor. I mean, so many people have had to cancel cruises and vacations and different outings. And obviously, it's led to boosts in the boat sales market and the car sales market. Uh, bikes are hard to get now, baby pools and stuff. So certainly, you're seeing uh, people with kind of a lot of, as you said, this extra money that they're not spending at restaurants. They're not spending on vacations right now. So it's good to see that that's also been a, a factor in improving the market. Um, any Obviously, South Baltimore has a lot of different types of housing stock. Any types of houses or, or parts of the community that are kind of extra in demand right now? Yes, we're seeing a huge drive in the Riverside Park neighborhood. Um, again, having that park right there, the flexibility of being able to get to multiple shopping centers, the walkability aspect of it. Um, you know, it is some dead end streets. So again, the traffic over there, you know, only people driving into that neighborhood in and out are typically people that are living there. 
So it's become very ideal for many buyers. And we have seen a huge increase in people fighting over houses in that area. Yeah, Locust Point is also very hot, as you can imagine. You know, it's a very small neighborhood. It's uh, very uh, limited in terms of the inventory that's available there. And quite frankly, people do feel very comfortable there. It's not as busy as the middle of Federal Hill or some of the other neighborhoods in the city. It's more residential, and that is attractive for many folks. Sure. With some of these hot hot types of houses, hot areas, I, I know firsthand, I know some friends who have gotten deals off market right now, and obviously uh, Cummings and company has a has an awesome presence in South Baltimore. So I'm sure you guys are chatting with each other about homes that are going to come on the market. And I know you guys get a lot of deals done before. So just just tell me about some of the the, the gamesmanship that's out there a little bit right now. Like, uh, have you guys been doing a decent amount of deals before a house even hits the market? It's a great question. Uh, yes, uh, there have been conversations between agents because we're all on the hunt, whether it be uh, representing sellers looking for that buyer, looking for that uh, that seller who's on the move. Any advantage you can get to try and get someone in the door is huge. There are definitely some rules we have to follow. Uh, our commissions and our, our MLS boards have really kind of restricted how exclusive advertising can be. So a lot of it is word of mouth in, in terms of doing business with other local uh, agents, brokers in the area. And uh, having that open line of communication has been very beneficial to kind of not only uh, helping agents sell houses quicker, but realistically, it's all about the consumer. The consumer is finding a house. They feel excited to be getting something uh, in advance of potentially the broader market. And same thing, quite frankly, I just had a seller recently sell their house and they were nervous that they were going to not be able to show the home while they were there because they were working from home. They had a pet. They were on meetings all day long. And they go, we don't have time to prepare our house properly. We don't have time to have the painter come in. We don't have time to do certain things that you'd want to get your top dollar. And the, having the ability to bring in four buyers before they went on the market, before they're prepared and say, hey, guys, I know we're not out there. I know we're not 100%. 100%. What do you think about this house? Would you be interested? And that did bring a buyer. So that buyer is excited because they're getting a house before general marketplace. But also, that was excited. Wow, I'm limiting the amount of time on market. I'm still getting people looking at the house. I've saved money on staging, painting, and other things. So it's a win-win for, for all parties. So having those communication lines with other realtors who are out there every day, like us, it's very, very critical. Gotcha. Very cool. I'm sure uh, I'm sure this is a, a nice reality compared to what things might have been a year and a half ago to see uh, such a hot market, but I'm sure, I'm sure it provides some challenges for you guys as well as you guys have mentioned. Um, now, obviously, with this pandemic, I think we've all kind of reevaluated our living situation a little bit. As you mentioned, we're, we're in the house a lot. So are you seeing um, people who are kind of just sticking around, but they need a bigger house because now they're working from home? Uh, maybe they just realize if we're going to be spending more time at home, we need a bigger house. And also, too, have outdoor spaces become kind of more of a hot commodity right now just with this you know, extended time at home? Yes, absolutely. Um, as you mentioned, the outdoor spaces seems to be one of the big factors that we're finding with the first-time home buyers. You know, if they're coming from a rental property that doesn't necessarily have a balcony or their own personal outdoor space, I am seeing that being a driving factor. They would love a back patio. They would love a rooftop deck. Um, you know, they want to be able to get out and feel that you know they have that extra space to expand. 
um, especially location wise, you know, being close to some of the parks, people this over the pandemic have really started utilizing those outdoor spaces just in the community more. Um, so some of it is location, which I think goes back to sort of the driving factor of that Riverside Park location, the Locust Point, you have Latrobe Park right there. Um, so that is, again, I think a driving factor as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, space is always critical when we were dealing with row homes, right? We've got limited space in general. Uh, I kind of talk to people, I go, it's like living on a boat. You've got to have a place for everything and you don't have an abundance. So realistically, that's always been a driving factor, but it became you know, top of mind very quickly for folks because it was such a reality check for them over the last year and a half. Um, and yes, we're definitely seeing folks who are not ready for the suburbs and they want to upgrade here in the city, uh, whether it's here to Locust Point or maybe it's up to Homeland or Roland Park where they do get a backyard. We're still staying in the city for the most part, but at the same time, uh, the county, as attractive as it may be for some folks, has been even more um, aggressive in terms of the real estate market. So with that being said, there's some people that are skittish to go out to those markets and pay such a premium that they go, you know what, I'm not really done with city living. I really enjoy living here in Baltimore, and this is another option for me whether it be upgrading to a newer construction home or a home that's maybe on Riverside that's a three-story property with three to four bedrooms. Those things are all attractive to buyers. Yeah, and I also, I also think that we're seeing people coming in from other parts of the city. Um, you know, they want to be more near the parks. They want to be near where they can walk to restaurants and different things like that and go to the downtown harbor. And so we're seeing people coming from, you know, north areas of Baltimore and moving their way down here because, again, working from home, they have that flexibility where they don't need to be north of the city or, you know, west of the city. They can sort of spread themselves out a little bit more now. Very cool. And obviously you mentioned a little bit, but um, I guess talk a little bit about those suburban markets right now. I've heard there's certainly some quite a few bidding wars going on in some of the hotter suburbs around. So I know you guys do some some deals out that way. So the, the suburban markets, are they... It sounds like they're just as challenging right now, if not more. They are. The suburban markets are very similar to the city market. Um, but one of the factors that we have out there is, again, the inventory is not increasing in the counties as much as it is increasing in the city. So we are starting to see a little bit of a shift in the city that we'll talk about in a little bit. But in the counties, there is still very, very few houses available and everyone is fighting over the same ones. Most homes are having, you know, 60 plus showings in one weekend, and they're getting 19 to 20 offers. It is, it is intense. Um, so again, you know, having, having an agent that can go ahead and navigate that for you. And sometimes it's not always about price. Sometimes it's about those other factors. It's about your home inspections. It's about your appraisal. Um, so there's many other ways that we can help support our clients in those multiple offer situations. It doesn't necessarily have to be price related. I mean, we've got a bit of a logjam in the suburban market. And here's the, the real tip that I don't think a lot of people are thinking about. You know, we've got first-time homebuyers here in the city, and we've got end users in the county, folks that have lived in their homes 30, 40 years, they've raised their families, they're ready to retire, they're ready to go to the senior community centers uh, for their lifestyle. And over the last year with the pandemic, their families basically have told them, mom, dad, I really don't want you to go into a nursing home. I don't want you. Can you move with me? Can we keep keeping your home some way, somehow? So those homes that would have come onto the market for people that are upgrading out to a suburban house and maybe a prime area in Ellicott City or Savannah Park or whatever the case may be, 
they're not selling. So that's even creating scarcity of houses out there. And uh, again, with the amount of first-time home buyers who are trying to take advantage of rates, jump into this market, and having that blockage at the end, we're not getting the proper flow of uh, transitioning people from house to house. Yeah, and from city to county, it goes hand in hand because a lot of the buyers that, for instance, may be selling their house in the city and looking to move to the county, you know, they need to be potentially contingent on their home selling. So the city and the county are very dependent on each other in terms of if one is not doing well, then the other is not going to do well. It's going to be much harder for, for instance, that buyer, if they need to sell their home in the city and move to the county, they have to be able to do that quickly. Um, and they need to get as much money out of that out of that house as possible to put down on the next. It certainly seems if you follow the market that a hot area can lead to another area becoming hot right next to it. Obviously, we've seen kind of Carroll County boost up because of how hot Howard County is. And I guess every town around Smyrna Park probably gets hot because Smyrna Park's so hot. And obviously, from what you're saying, sounds like the hot county market has led to a, a hotter city market in many ways. So that really makes me think, you know, you see the the nice momentum in Federal Hill and Locust Point and the South Boner Peninsula. Has that led to an increased momentum in places like Pigtown and Holland's Market and Union Square, places that have been kind of up and coming for many years, but have struggled to kind of get the uh, momentum that areas on the South Boner Peninsula have? Have those markets seen a boost at all? Yeah, but I, I would say, you know, there's activity there for sure. And we've seen a lot of positive things going on in those neighborhoods, as we have over the years. You know, they ride, they ride the wave just like anybody else with the real estate market. The more money that can come into larger projects like Collins Market or simply on the main street in Washington Village, that's only going to help those markets. It's definitely been uh, more of a rental-based market on many levels, and we're definitely seeing people go into those markets based on being priced out of neighborhoods like Riverside or, or Federal Hill or Otterbine, something along those lines, or even Ridgely's. So yeah, for affordability factors, People who want to buy, there are opportunities there for you. And we are seeing landlords that are releasing their properties. They're selling them off. They're trying to cash in on this market as well. I would not say it's as hot as some of these other areas for sure, but I would say it is an opportunity for many people to, to get into the city, get into a comparable uh, row home that's in great condition. Those are some great markets to look in. As far as the city markets, is it kind of your typical hot spots? Is it South Baltimore? Is it Canton? Is it Fells Point? Is it Hamden? Are those kind of the areas you guys are seeing the most activity now? Is there anything we're not thinking about that's hot in your guys' vision? Yeah, we've definitely Hamden has um, increased, I think, dramatically in terms of the number of buyers because, again, they have that flexibility to not have to be right downtown. So Hamden has definitely picked up, I think, as well as Charles Village. Yeah, those two areas for sure the Remington, Charles Village. Hamden corridor kind of right in that area around Hopkins has done very, very well. Uh, you know, there's definitely a scene there. There's a great restaurants, shops, all those things that are very, very attractive. It's been a little bit hard for some buyers. They really like those neighborhoods, but they always felt it was a hard commute outside the city, whether you were going up to Timonium, you know, you're going to Hunt Valley, you're going downtown or, or south to Anne Arundel County somewhere. You'd love to live there, but realistically, you got to get through the city you even get to some of these highways that you're getting to. So it's kind of held it back a little bit. Again, going back to the work from home scenario, uh, it's open doors for people in Hamden and, and they're flocking there for sure. Awesome. And certainly it's nice when you have neighborhoods which are next to neighborhoods, which are next to neighborhoods where the, the, the flow of activity can continue to grow as opposed to South Baltimore. We're kind of landlocked here where uh, you know, we're on a, a water, a peninsula on the water. And sometimes our, our momentum doesn't always uh, transfer to other areas, but it sounds like it certainly does. 
does a little bit. Um, now with this hot market, um, are you guys hopeful this there could be some new stability in the market? Obviously, I think the market's had its challenges. Maybe if you look back a couple of years ago with, with too much inventory and maybe prices not where probably a lot of your sellers wanted them to be. Do you guys feel like there could be some stability in the market or are there any worries this could be a bubble? Locally, I, I think we're in good uh, position right now. There's no doubt about it. I, I think people want to be here. We're seeing large investments coming into the area. We have a lot of people talking about Port Covington. They think that is a big positive. So whether they're buying their house and they know they're going to be here for five to seven years, they're thinking about the long-term value that uh, a large development like that will bring to the area. So that is definitely coming into the mix. Uh, the bubble that we all talk about in the early 2000s was brought on by a lot of different factors, for sure. Financing was definitely one of those items. And I will tell you, when I talk to clients and they tell me what they have to do to get their loan, they're frustrated. They can't believe how much documentation, how many things they have to provide to the lender. And I think that is really where we're going to have some stability with the market on that front. Um, you know, prices go up and down. It's a market. I get that for sure. But I, I'm not seeing that major uh, drop off. Uh, dips occur at all different times in the year. Uh, we see that at hotter times of spring, late fall are, are busy markets for us. July and August are not particularly great. You know, a lot of people are on vacation. They're, they're not wanting to deal with the 100 degree heat looking in houses. It's not an ideal maybe time to move. So we're going to see little variations throughout the year. and. Uh, you know, things are looking very positive right now. Well, sounds like some mistakes were made in the early 2000s that uh, people don't want to make again. So it's good to see that uh, the whole industry has, has learned from that in many ways. I, I definitely agree. And I also think, though, that inventory we are seeing is up. Um, you know, two months ago, we had about 70 homes in the South Baltimore area. That was it. And that's a really, really low number for us. We're back up to about 160 now. And, you know, that usually is about the range that we're in for homes that are available for sale in all different prices. Um, but we're happy to see that inventory increase a little bit because some of these buyers that have been being outbid on properties now will be able to get a chance to possibly, you know, become that become a home buyer. We definitely have seen some of our buyers take a break from searching because they're just frustrated. They've been searching, they've been bidding, uh, they're putting out excellent bids and they're still uh, not being selected. And they're they're having a tough time with it. It's an emotional roller coaster for many of them. And we try our best to, to guide them to that. But uh, you just don't know. That last buyer who is getting that house, they might have been outbid on, on the other one. And it's a little bit of a rebound time. So you do have to be a bit cautious on how you bid. It's not a game. It's an important decision uh, that will make a big impact on you and your family over the next 5, 10, 15 years. For sure. I definitely do see, I definitely agree with Jim though. And I do see that um, with everyone being vaccinated now, you know, people are opening them up, up more, they're going on vacations. And I do think that is going to slow the market down a little bit and cause a bit of a shift uh, potentially in July and August. But we usually see those ebb and flows. And then we see things pick right back up again in kind of September, October. People want to be back in again or, uh, into a home and purchasing prior to the holidays. So I think that we will see a little bit of ebb and flow um, come over the next maybe two or three months, but I don't think we're going to see any drastic, you know, drastic price reductions or, you know, that big bubble bursting that you talk about. This was so much great information. I think anybody that's been paying attention knows it's been a, a crazy real estate market out there. And uh, probably a lot of us were wondering 
what were the factors, uh, what's hot, what's not. And uh, this, this was really such great information. So thanks so much for joining us. And certainly any any buyers, any sellers out there, uh, the Key Group is uh, an awesome part of this community. And they, I know they, they work on a lot of deals and they, they know the area really well. So definitely hit them up, the Key Group at Cummings & Co Realty. And uh, thanks so much for joining us, guys. This was awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. This weekend, South Baltimore. Say Brought to you by SouthBmore.com.